everybody, and welcome to Social Hangout. This is your wonderful episode number 43. Not 40, like I've been saying. It's episode 43. Uh, this is under our Social Hangout Presents, the SMM Talk with two A's. That's not an incorrect typing. It's because Twitter won't remove people who haven't used it in a long time. So I had to add an A to have the same talk. So you can use Social Hangout. But coming in June... When we do these on Wednesdays, we'd like it if you switch the hashtag to SMM Talk. But for right now, let's just rock with Social Hangout because that's what we all know. Uh, this show is brought to you by our friends at Trapit. I'm going to send out their ebook at the end of the show so you can check it out. Great company doing big things in employee advocacy. And as always, brought to you by our friends at Anigo. Uh, Anigo is changing the way you're doing business cards out there. I'll be sharing mine during the show. And we're proud to announce that Glooped. G-L-O-O-P-T is also a sponsor. Go check out theirs. I'm actually going to challenge Ira after the show to download their app and do a video. I'm going to get him beta tested on it so he can do a cool gloop and talk about his experience on the show, and then we'll share it. Uh, you're probably going to see the other gentleman who's my co-host on Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesdays, Wednesdays, on Wednesdays. Uh, Mr. Andrew Martin. Andrew, what's up, bud? Not much, my man. How you guys all doing? I'm doing awesome. And we're joined today by our special guest, Mr. Ira Haverman. What's up, bud? Hey, man. How are you? How's th I have this light. Sorry. It's <laughs> I'm going to try to re reposition myself. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm awesome. Good to be here. This is cool. This is awesome to have you, man. I, you know, it, it was. A, we have a social relationship, so it's good. Number one, see you face to face, and yeah. and have you on social hangout. You're you're a, you're in my world. You're a, you're a celebrity of social well. media and marketing. Yeah, you're so humble. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the only Canadian you know, so I guess I'm a celebrity. You're the third Canadian I know. Third. I think I get a card for the. Don't I get a set of steak knives for New York? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Maple syrup. Awesome. But you're, you're a good baseball guy, and you're always known as if I'm not a chimer inner on. Uh, chimer inner is a new made up word that we just made up on social. Hang out. Chimer inner on Facebook. So, yeah. Uh, it's good to have a fellow comment maker like myself on no the problem. show. So it's exciting to have you on, and I want to start off, and it's not a question that we have, that it's an interesting thing that happened. Yesterday I posed a question on Facebook, uh, and it was ba and it, we'll start off with it because it's a current topic. I like doing things that are current and people talk. And a lot of people read the thread. You can go to my Facebook, it's open to the world, and go read it. It was quite interesting. My question was, what is everybody's thoughts on self-promotion? There's a lot of people doing it today, and we're not going to say names because that's just not my style kind of is, but we're not going to say names today, I promise. <laughs> the instigator. I'm going to behave myself, yeah. no names. I've already offended enough, got some blockage and mass unfriending. <laughs> you know, well, you know. Was that more personal blockage for people I, on social media? I think it, was, it, was, it wasn't anybody that I really know, but it was done, which was kind of weird because uh, it wasn't about them. But anyways, uh, the, so the question was self-promotion. Like, I get it, and I, I sometimes feel I'm guilty of it with advertising for social hangout and the social beards, and you know. But I mean, it's funny how we we talk about it and self-promotion. But you almost become like ill when you see somebody's picture so many times. Like, look, I'm here, and you're like, well, what are you showing? Because sometimes I feel I don't want to see this big ugly mug in a camera all the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a face only a mother could love. It's kind of like when somebody tells you you have a radio voice. You're like, what does that mean? Am I ugly? Uh, so I like to yeah, see yeah. events that are people. It does, I'm sure. But, like, I always – my question came from this is I think of Dreamforce. Uh, I've been to all of them, and I look at the folks that go to Dreamforce, and you rarely see the selfies of people taking pictures. It's more of the acts or what you're seeing. 
and I think that's the difference between self-promotion. I don't need to see your face all the time. I don't need to hear about how great you are. I want to hear about – I want to see what you're doing. I want to act like I'm there, not see you and why you're there. It's a little bit weird. So, I mean, I, what do you think about that? I mean, you sit in the same kind of world as myself and Andrew. So what's your thoughts on the way that we do that? Well, you know what? For me, uh, it's an interesting uh, dilemma because I get the idea of building a brand, uh, and I get the idea of uh, people who want to build their brand because it's part of the business or part of what they're doing. And I also understand when it becomes too much. You know, right now, I'm looking for a gig. So right now, my name is out there, my, my brand is out there, and I'm starting a podcast in a couple of days. And so I'm using my name as leverage to kind of build a brand. But... I'm also cognizant that it's really annoying. Like, I get it. Like, I'm not trying to overdo it. And it's hard because, you know, I was thinking about it last night after I saw your post, and I was thinking about, you know, this notion of we all have personal brands, and we all have brands that we work with, and sometimes they conflict. And sometimes, you know, sometimes there is a need to, you know, it's Eric Mitchell and Social Hangout. And for Eric Mitchell to promote Social Hangout, you need to use your own name. I mean, that's just, you know, you got clout, small c. Uh, and, and, so, and so you need to use your name. But sometimes it does get a little obnoxious. Now, I am being, I, I got to tell you, right now, in the zone I'm in right now, looking for a gig and launching the stuff that I'm doing, I, I admit I'm being a little bit over the top, but I want to get noticed. And, mm -hmm. and it eventually will ease off. But right now, I got to do it. And, and I, and I, it's not me not to be genuine and authentic. Mm -hmm. I think people get that. I think, I think if I was going to take a selfie every time I left my house, it would be obnoxious and over the top. But people get that the podcast is going to have my name. People get that I'm looking yeah. for a gig. So it's not over the top, but but sometimes people can, you know. I, I mean, I've seen it, and and I agree with you. And I know I, I know if he was not down in Colombia working. He would uh, have jumped on because, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, our good friend of the show, Carlos Gill. Uh, yeah. And as you know, he did the same thing to get hired. I mean, he's got a great gig. So, I mean, I think there's a fine line. I think Mark Schaefer really cleared that. And Michelin talked about it also is there's a fine line. Like, you don't want to be too over the top. But, I mean, you do want to maintain, and, and I'll say this again, uh, the Contagious book, Why Things Go Viral by Jonah Berger with the the belief is you want top of mind tip of tongue is something that I believe in and why social hangout unfortunately has the reputation it does or fortunately is we put it out there a lot and it's not because of one name I've never wanted it to be this is Eric Mitchell's thing I always wanted to be whoever's on and really make it about the guest and actually about the people listening that's more important yeah. so so I mean I get that I mean it's hard so everybody out there if you're out there looking check out the hashtag hire Ira Twitter we're gonna get into that in the show, check out that hashtag, go support it, and uh, we can actually add it to the end of our Twitters today for everything for this hour if you guys want. Uh, we, we, can take, we, can take, we can take a vote on it and do it. I sound like we're on a radio show now. We'll take a vote today. Because I'm here. Because I'm here. Everybody, they have to be radio. Let's get Ira trending. Let's get Ira trending. Oh, God, wouldn't Twitter love that? The whole self-promotion thing, again... Because you're you're doing it within a marketplace and for a reason to that, yeah. where it's if you were brought in for an interview, you're not going to sit there and not talk about you or not highlight things. Yeah. But at the same point, when you're at 
other events or you're behind a certain brand and you're trying to make that about you, that's where I think the whole thing was is authenticity and becomes more self-promoting because that's not the platform and the place for it. So I think a lot of people have done that where they try and make every event or every happening about them and that's where the self-promotion goes wrong where, yeah, what you're doing, you're self-promoting because you have a platform and I'm trying to get a job so I'm going to try and highlight things about myself whereas other people take, I'm at this event so I'm going to brand squat on them to make it about me and that's where I think it loses its authenticity and goes off the tracks to really having a purpose and it goes back to what Eric says. You're just spraying and praying and trying to put as much stuff out there about you to catch traction. Yeah, and and I never want to be a tra- like. I mean, it's it's great, and I appreciate the support, but and I talk about you know trending and whatever. But I actually would be really embarrassed, really embarrassed, if my name was trending on Twitter or if if you know uh, I became bigger than any event or brand that I was working on. You know, I I, I worked at a brand that. You know, up until uh, what three weeks ago, I thought was really important to me, and it still really is important because they do a lot of good stuff. But it was always about the brand. It was always about making sure that that brand was highlighted whenever I was doing stuff, and it was less about me and more about the brand. But right now, there's no brand associated with my name, so I got to be me. And and if that means that um, if uh, I got to talk about myself, then I will. Awesome. There you go. So. You know, it's it's always it's always fun to do this, and and I think you know it's kind of fitting with all of us talking about brands and everything that goes on this week with you know Verizon's name being all over the news in the last 48 hours with their uh, small purchase of AOL. Uh, so you know, you know, just 4.4 billion, just a couple bill. Uh, so you know, you know, there's a lot of brands out there in America that are successful using uh, social media. And Ira, I'm going to ask you, you know. What do you think they're, you know, how are they, you know, using social media to get a me- uh, meaningful market advantage over their competitors? Like, how do they go out and do that? What What do you think, you know, is making them successful? Why some of those brands are able to do that and other brands, and I know we talked about this the other day, but having marketers on is my, I, I love sales, but I also love marketing. It makes me. Yeah. So, you know, what do you think that is? What What are some brands really doing to take that advantage? And are they basically innovators to it? Like our friends at Discover, right? Right. Discover isn't the first credit card that comes to mind, and there's no bashing on Discover about it, but that's not who you think of, but they're doing something that, say, American Express is not. So what do you think some of these bigger companies are doing? I mean, yeah. do they become innovators? No, it, it comes down to ma- making it about the consumer or the audience and making that experience as authentic as possible. And so when you think about brands, I think about Whole Foods. Whole Foods is a great brand. Mm-hmm. And they're so amazing at everything they do. You pick up... You go through the store, it's about you. You you pick up some of their material, it's about you. You do, you know, your health, you know, your organic needs, all of that stuff. It's always about the audience. And so for me, that's when brands kind of transcend just being brands and become your pal because they understand that you are a person and that brand really wants to be your best pal. And so the best brands are the ones that are able to transcend that brand consumer relationship and be the pal pal relationship and so for me that's so important and that you know that's everything that's from the way they do things in store to the products they sell to what they do online to the way they social everything about them is about you and so that's so amazing you know a bunch of our friends are at a are at a conference right now and Joel Com uh, took a picture of 
you know, he says, uh, be really good. I forget his tagline now. But they took a sticker mm-hmm. of his tag, time. and they made sure it was on the bag when he walked into the room at the end of the day because they knew that it was important to him, and so it was important to them to, to do that extra thing. So kudos to Marriott for getting it because that's what it's all about. It's about being able to create a relationship that isn't brand versus consumer. It's about me and you together, we're going to win this thing, and that's, that's really awesome. Yeah, I, we saw that uh, also at Social Media Marketing World. Uh, another good friend, Eric Tung, he had done like he just kind of was being smart on uh, Twitter to uh, we were at, was at the Hyatt or Hilton, Drew? Where was that at? I forget. Anyways, the the brand we were at, great brand, was the Hyatt, the Grand Hyatt, the Grand Hyatt. That's where we were at, the Hyatt, the Hyatt in San Diego. Social Media Marketing Hard on Live, love they're it. Like, they're like, uh, anyways, so he went and said, I'd really like to have a picture of a pickle and like something else. Before he left, they produced a picture of a pickle and put it in his room and put a kind note, thank you, because he said some kind words about it. Is there anything they won't do? And he goes, I challenge him. So they did it. So it's good to see some brands doing that, but then you see other brands out there that just are missing the boat. I mean, completely. I know Ted Rubin talks about uh, his FedEx story all the time. I mean, it's part of every, you know, every speech Ted gives always talks about FedEx dropping the ball. I mean, it's funny because... It, it, it reoccurs. I mean, just two weeks ago it happened when he posted it. His, his new book is coming out, and they shipped it to him, and it was shipped FedEx to him. And the box that they left at his front door literally had – it was split open, and the book's coming out. And he's like, FedEx, way to, way to show up again, FedEx. Way to – it's like it's like how many branches don't get it? We do rely. It's just like Discover did say. We are – that's where we're going. That's our first line, not our last line. It used to be that way. Now Twitter and social media is where we all go talk. I mean, we all share. I mean, think about how uh, – not Cloud. I was just going to say Cloud hasn't done crap besides let me watch crap on Hulu for before everybody else. Like that's a winning thing to run out and tell my friends. But our friends at Yelp, uh, if you think about you know Yelp, that's where we all go to look at – I mean, how many of you guys that we're talking to, and I'll even took out to Twitter, who still – I mean, do you still use Yelp to look for food? Obviously, most of us do. I mean, I do. Shake your head in Canada. Do you guys even have Yelp in Canada? Yeah, we have Yelp. The Canada digs are already starting. <laughs> well, they don't have grass on their infield in Toronto, so they don't have grass in their. Oh, they don't have grass anywhere on the field. Yeah, oh, looks like. You know what else they're not going to have? Coach Babcock, because he's coming to the floor. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> some, some hockey talk comes flying in from our buddy from Philly. I, I got to take some swings from my Flyers there. Yeah. So. So here's a good one, and I know you're out there. So this is, you know, you're out there looking for, you know, to get your next gig, Ira. And I think, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I want to talk about this because, you know, hosting a show is one thing. We turn this into a podcast. What are some lessons that you've learned about getting ready to launch a podcast? It, it, let me ask you: Is it one of the most difficult things that you've done? You know what? I'm, I'm for sure overthinking it. So I spent, I spent like a long time. My, my career. You know, you mentioned radio a little bit, and having a great face for radio. My career up until about three years ago, it will be three years in June, was all about radio. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I helped launch several successful uh, podcasts. And so when I hear other people doing podcasts, or up until now I heard other people doing podcasts, I was like, yeah, I can do that, and I think I can make it sound really slick and be really awesome with it. And so I've been overthinking it. I've been overthinking it so much so that I have like people doing like bumpers and different audio stuff, and I have a great uh, production guy and Karsh helping me with it. And I'm overthinking it to the point where it's exhausting my family and my friends because 
I pick up my iPhone and I want to hear every little thing that I've produced for it. So, uh, for me at least, I'm overthinking it. Uh, I think the beauty of podcasting is that you can get a story out there and you can have people hear your authenticity and, and the, your guests' authenticity or whatever you're doing really quickly and really well. And, you know, for me, that was the power of radio for so many years of my life. But to a certain degree, that, that kind of thing has gone the way of the buggy whip. But the point is, is that <laughs> the podcast is uh, being overthought, and it's only because I, I just want it to be really great, and I want it to be something that everybody's going to listen to, and so I want to make sure it sounds really cool. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of work. You know, you you don't think about it, but iTunes requires like graphics, and Stitcher requires graph, and you think about all of that stuff. It's not just as easy as just you know taking your microphone, turning it on, and, and saying hello. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and I just want it to be really cool, and I want it to be something that people are going to participate with and love, and, and not not because of me, but because I want the audience to really love it, and I want the audience to really love the guests we have on and all of that. So, you know, in my own way, I'm trying to make it about the audience, but in doing so, I'm making everybody around me crazy. I never drive anyone crazy. It's good to have, and you're talking to somebody who does it three times a week, so I can yeah, tell you yeah. that. You're, you're, you're not crazy. Don't call me crazy. And you know, crazy's good. They called Walt Disney crazy, and you know, he's not doing too much shit, no. His family's, not, his family's not doing too shabby. Well, he's on ice somewhere in Florida, so. <laughs> he's on ice. Disney on ice, right? He's, he's, he's crazy. He's crazy rich, so. He's, uh, he did <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. My, my next question comes to, comes to mind, and I just like having your mind here on the show, so it's kind of, you know, we always talk about the next big thing. Uh, I know in the last three months, the big thing has been our friends between Periscope and uh, oh, Meerkat. How did I forget that? Uh, but, you know, what's funny to me is there's so many resident experts trying to, I call it the DOA, and I guess it's because I'm sitting in the Silicon Valley, and I've been doing this since one. that anybody I talk to, they kind of laugh at some of these folks who are out there like, it's dead, it's the hottest thing, it's the best thing, it's the newest thing since sliced bread, we should all do it, and I'm like, not really. We don't ever pronounce things. It's like I want people to really go to a disrupt show before we start talking about the next big thing in social because let, let's go over the products that were pronounced dead when they started and let's start with the one that we're on right now and start with Google Hangouts because people thought this was a stupid idea and would never take off. And a matter of fact, Google's number one, this is their number one used product besides Google Drive. They don't have put any. They don't invest any money into this product we're on, yet it's one of their most popular. Let's talk about LinkedIn that was said nobody would use it. Let's talk about Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And I, I just laugh that in the first two years, running out and doing it, it's like the kid saying there's a fire in your house and there's not a fire. If you don't know what you're talking about and you've never built a product, and I say this because I just had breakfast with about six founders, and their stressing is, is the problem with social media and calling the next big thing in social is why are there so many people with that much experience saying what's alive and dead if you don't know. You need to save that for the people who've actually built something because it's almost like a slap in the face that you're running around and do it. So, you know, when we look at it, let's talk about it from a marketing perspective. What do you think the next big thing in social is for marketers to use? Because obviously we're all going to trend around what we all do. Most of us suffer from FOMO. So the next thing in social, I mean, what is the next big thing? And it's obviously going to be video, but I know it's too soon. I don't want to talk about the other two because we all use them. Okay, yeah, they're going to be out there. But I mean, what do you think the next big thing other than those two is going to be? You know what? I think it's, you know what? I think uh, I think those two are really big and and for obvious reasons and and I remember 
well, like you, like Meerkat just exploded, and like yeah. one week it just went bananas, right, right before South by Southwest, and it was yeah. it was out of control. And so, it's really hard to say what the next thing is. Here, here's the thing with Meerkat.